and welcome you in now to the Run the Race podcast. I'm Jason Dennis, and you know we talk about faith and fitness on a regular basis, but this is going to be a different episode, as you can hear from the guitar playing. It's not me playing. That's Justin Ballou, a professional musician. Uh, I'm not a professional musician, but uh, we're going to call this the J&J Christmas Music Extravaganza. We'll let Justin and Jason put his name first. We're on location at uh, his place, Bib City Sound in Columbus, Georgia, full production recording studio in a renovated mill house, a home of 500 instruments, including the African, which is an oil can guitar. He's playing a regular guitar now, and he uh, he's uh, my guest and partner for the show. Justin, uh, thank you so much for uh, for being here and uh, and kind of uh, um, helping me out, uh, helping me with real music. I'm so glad to be here. Looking forward to spending in a, an hour with you talking about Christmas and faith. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Christmas is all about celebrating Christ, and we're going to have some fun today over the next hour or so, and uh, some songs that you're familiar with that you can sing along to, but also, you know, we're going to uh, talk about, you know, some songs that uh, deal with Christ, because this that's what it's all about. It's Christ and Christmas. And so Justin's been doing uh, pro music for more than 20 years, so uh, that, that means he's just old like me. In fact, he's only about a year younger than I am. He's 44 years old, right, Justin? You're... That's exactly right. I think, I think you have me by like 14 months or something. Yeah. <laughs> you're, exactly. the, you're, you're my senior. <laughs> He's a graduate of Point University, has his degree in philosophy of music ministry, a minor in piano performance. You'll hear him on the keys in the next little bit as well as he plays. We're both going to sing, do some duets, do some solos. So so uh, don't judge me against him. It's not a competition because he's going to win already ahead of time. So um, Justin, Justin's the expert here. He's going to make us all sound great. And you know, Justin, music is such a, a huge part of our lives, especially around the holidays. And, uh, you know, we can uh, enjoy singing and, and all the music for the Christmas time while we're cooking, wrapping presents, that kind of thing. I know for you, you know, I guess the holiday season's, you know, big for you as well in terms of, you know, all these songs that people know, right, for Christmas. Yeah, th- I mean, this is a, if you're a musician, like, this is the time of year that you uh, you do your work. People people are in a, in a spending habit way of uh, living. <laughs> And uh, now in January, the well dries up. There's no money left. You know, so we, uh, we at the bottom, the artists, we have to kind of make it make it work. But uh, this is the time where the getting's good and uh, people are charitable and we're singing songs and having a good time. And it's, it's Christmas parties every night. Uh, podcast. <laughs> and <laughs> all, I know, and, and all and kinds I, of things. I yeah. know that you and I both agree that music is, uh, you know, we want to have fun with it, we want to have meaning behind it, we want to be inspired by it, but really the ultimate goal is to glorify God. That's right. That's where you and I to completely agree, uh, not that we don't agree on other things too, but we uh, we believe that music is not uh, an ends to, a means to an end, but rather uh, it, it has a bigger and a higher calling to it. And so uh, I think it's cool that we're going to get to just spend a little time talking about it, sharing with your, uh, your listeners, and... Uh, yeah, I love it. I mean, music is music exists for the sole purpose of giving glory back to God, who's the uh, creator of all things. And in my opinion, I think there's nothing you can do bigger uh, or more rewarding, maybe, or to give more glory to God than to show yourself as being uh, creative. Nothing reflects the creator more than being creative. That's yeah. maybe a good way to say it. I, so. I, I agree, and, and uh, you, you're playing the guitar great, and so we want to kind of, like you talk about getting uh, while the getting's good and so we're going to kind of get started here with some of our music and in between we'll talk about the history and talk about kind of some of the, uh, the the faith meaning behind some of these songs but we're going to start off we've got about at least a dozen songs for you here and we'll, we'll 
we'll sing some of these and have fun with it and, uh, and uh, get serious when we want to get serious. Uh, so uh, listen along and sing uh, if you get the chance, if you know the song. So the first one, you should know pretty well. Santa Claus is coming to town, so you, you better watch out because J&J are, are in the house, Ben City right. Sound. We're singing. taking notes. We're taking notes, and we're going to give them to Santa. <laughs> exactly. So you, you had better sing along. Are you on the naughty or nice list? If you listen to the Run the Race podcast, you're probably on the nice list. So we're going to go ahead and put you there right that's now. That's right. So. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'll be listening for sure. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, here we go. You better watch out. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming. Making a list, he's checking it twice. Gonna find out who's naughty or nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. All right, here we go. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. So be good for goodness sake. You know, and there's also a Bruce Springsteen version of this song. There well. is. Yes, yeah. Can you do you, it? Yeah, yeah. Well, let's, let's, uh, I, think, I think it's a different key. He gets real gritty and stuff. He goes, he goes Oh, boys and girls, you've been good out there. Clarence, you've been playing your love. You've been practicing, practicing. Okay, here we go. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. Yeah. Oh, you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you. You do a mean, a mean boss. Like, yeah. I, like that is, I did. You're a man of many, many talents, and everyone knows you as being the, you know. The, well, I was, yeah, you know, I was born in the USA. The, so, uh, that's, that's, that's what it's. Uh, yes, all about, I like so. it. Well played, sir. Well played. That well, is well, fun. we'll get a little more serious here with with uh, the music, I guess. Hopefully, I <clears throat> didn't throw out my voice trying to do the boss. Um, he's he gets paid a lot more than I do, and he's. A lot more impressive uh, talent-wise, but um, wanted to sing a little. You know, I, I um, yeah, I was telling uh, Justin off mic that one of my favorite musicians when it comes to Christmas time, and maybe yours as well, is Michael Bublé. Um, it's his his name. You got to make sure to say it right. And you may spell it wrong. It's not like Justin Ballou. It's uh, B E L E W. And uh, so it's Ballou. Yeah. Did I get that right? Is that, is That's that correct. Yeah, it's like like Justin. Blue Blay Blue. <laughs> it's not not exactly like that, but I it sounds cooler. Justin Bublé. That would sound Justin good. Justin Bublé <laughs> sounds like a some kind of a drink, like a like some kind of a carbonated Blue water. Blay. <laughs> well, we're gonna, so Michael Bublé does has an album that he came out with I think ten years ago, and that music's still pretty classic to this day. <clears throat> so one of those songs is, um, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, which sometimes the traditional song's a little higher, a little faster. His is a little more, I guess, sultry, not sad, but kind of more serious. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, because right now it's, uh, as we're, as we're, uh, as you're listening to this, just a few days till Christmas. And so uh, it's definitely, uh, it's beginning to. So let's go ahead and get, let's get going with that. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take 
take a look at the five and ten It's glistening once again With candy canes and silver lanes aglow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store But the prettiest sight to see Is the holly that will be On your own front door A pair of hop-along boots And a pistol that shoots Is the wish of Barney and Ben Dolls that will talk and will go for a walk Is the hope of Janice and Jen Mom and Dad can hardly wait For school to start again It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go There's a tree in the Grand Hotel One in the park as well It's the sturdy kind that doesn't mind the snow And just a little bit of background on this song um, It's pretty cool It was actually, you know, we talk about that Grand Hotel uh, I, I looked up some stuff and I found it It said that it was written uh, back in uh, the 1950s uh, by Meredith Wilson. Uh, it's known that it's probably happened in Yarmouth, Nova Scotia, in a place that's called the Yarmouth Grand Hotel. Uh, and the tree is, is in a park, in Frost Park, just across the way. And get this, Justin, the original name of the song is It's Beginning to Look Like Christmas. So I guess the a lot is important. You want to have, you, it, it's not just going to look like Christmas, it's going to look a lot it, like Christmas. That's right. And you know, if, if it's funny how these songs get, um, if, well, two things. First of all, the poetry in that era of writing a song was so much better than today. You know, no offense to, but some of the modern songs are just, they, they don't hold up to that era of writing. But the other thing is, um, it's amazing how all these classic Christmas songs, we, if you don't, like the words a lot make all the difference. Like if, if I was to say it's beginning to look like Christmas, can you sing that? You would you would correct me by saying, did you mean, <laughs> you know, it's like a Google search. Like now what you, what you meant was surely there's not a song called that because nobody would name it that. It's funny how, it, how a little change like that made such a big yeah, difference. Yeah, and you kind of go up, it's beginning to look a, a lot like Christmas. So it's kind of the whole inflection of it as well. And Absolutely. The, the hop-along boots and the pistol that shoots, you know, it's the things that like people were looking forward to getting an unwrapping on that Christmas day. Right. It's, sometimes we lose some of that magic, especially as, you know, you and I are in our 40s, we lose some of that. So you hope that people grab a hold of that this time of year and because Christ is really the, the, the most important gift to, to unwrap. Absolutely. You know? And you also see the innocence of that era. Like you can, like... A, to, to sing a song, like we, you know, we obviously know that a pistol that shoots is a, is a cap gun or a little, you can see a little boy. I see, I see Ralphie from A Christmas Story <laughs> running around with his you little. You shoot your eyes out. Right, right, exactly. That's a, that's a cool story. I did not know that that song was originally called. It's beginning to look like Christmas. It's beginning to look like Christmas. <laughs> it's beginning to look like Christmas. You see, that's good. You just kind of, you kind of drag it, it out like, work, like we do here in the South well. in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. look. Um, and, uh, you know, speaking of kind of history and older songs, we're going to go over some some classics uh, that are almost really hymnals, like later on uh, in this episode, Oh Holy Night, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. But another song that's really very faith-based um, that, that you're going to uh, sing, and, uh, and, and, and people will enjoy this. So they'll, they'll, they'll turn their, uh, their Spotify, their Apple, Google Play up to hear Justin sing uh, Mary Did You Know. And uh, I know that you know uh, some of the story as well. And it's it's kind of crazy. I um, this song, you know, it's it's been around for a while, 
um, and a, a classic tune that talks about, you know, Jesus's mom. But also, um, both of my kids who are teenagers, they did a, a, a drama to this, um, you know, a, a human drama, as they call it, where they uh, kind of danced around and, and you hear the music and, and uh, one of the, the new versions of it. And uh, it's really a kind of a, a haunting song in a way as well. It is. And there's a cool story to this song. You shared a little bit about the other tune. I'll share a little bit about this one. So um, many of your listeners may be familiar with a guy named Mark Lowry. And Mark is a uh, Christian comedian. He's also a uh, singer-songwriter. Uh, and he happens to be quite a good singer. Many people don't know that about him. Um, he was writing a poem and uh, kind of a, he was reflecting on what the thoughts that Mary must have been having, the questions she must have had. And he kind of twisted it around and went, I wonder, like, if we asked her the questions, like, from our perspective, like, you know, and so he wrote it down. And he, actually, he said he, he kept these in a little journal for some time. Hmm. And then um, after, after a couple of years went by of him kind of for, almost forgetting about it, he was talking to Buddy Green. Now, Buddy Green is a famous harmonica player. He's played on like a, lots, of, lots of gospel, soul. I mean, he is a world-class, maybe one of the best harmonica players. But he himself is also a songwriter. Like all musicians, we piddle with different things. He gave the, he, Mark Lowry gave the, the poem to Buddy and said, hey, do you think you could make this into something that, that's singable and works? And it didn't take long for them to write a number one Christmas hit. You know? And so this is a comedian. This is, a Christian, it's a Christian comedian. comedian wrote one of the most poignant, like introspective, beautiful Christmas tunes ever written, and it's just kind of uh, kind of interesting. I'll I'll sing a little bit of it here, and it, uh, kind of just to r- remind you how it goes if you don't know it. So, Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know? your baby boy would save our sons and daughters did you know that your baby boy has come to make things new this child that you intelligent writing for a comedian you know I just love that tune so Mary did you know beautiful song yeah it's it really is I mean it's just it's it's amazing to think about putting yourself in that perspective of Mary um, as she sees what Jesus is going through and um, because you know he was in the flesh he was for the first 30 years of his life he you know was like you and I and and people kind of had the, the rumblings but <clears throat> those last three years was his ministry on earth right and, and I, uh, I heard crazy. something that was cool uh day before yesterday maybe yesterday someone was pointing out it might have been Tim Keller but it was a theologian was saying like sometimes when we don't feel like God is close like we that Christmas seems to bring out this sense of the spiritualness of things in which is good. But like he said, if you ever forget that God is close by, that he's listening, remember that he spent the first nine months of his life on earth in the womb. Mm, He was close by and yet he couldn't, he wasn't speaking or anything. His first, the first story we hear about Jesus, the one we're all celebrating right now is Christmas. And Jesus was an infant. He changed the world and he couldn't speak. 
or or say anything. He was just a baby, you know. And so there's all this writings, historical writings, and the whole Christmas narrative, all the beautiful operas, the the songs that have been written, the the things like Handel's Messiah or the uh, the Hallelujah Chorus, which is you know always sing at Christmas or you know major major Christmas carols, the thing like stuff we're talking about today, all of that written about the baby, you know? And so I think there's some lesson to be learned there, but yeah, I think it's neat that Mark wrote that song. It's beautiful. So. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, uh, you know, that's one of the most popular songs, you know, um, nowadays. Um, and, and it's, uh, considered a classic, I think has, has gotten to that point where it's one of the top Christmas songs and it's, it's unique, uh, different than maybe the traditional songs written, you know, back, uh, you know, maybe right. 50, 60 years ago. <clears throat> and, um, but, you know, I think one of our, I mean, I think we agree on this, one of our favorite Christmas songs was written by Paul McCartney. <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't you do it. So, Don't you so, do uh, it. <laughs> I think, I mean, that's, you know, it's the, the Beatles. Uh, you know, he, he, I mean, he didn't need John Lennon for this one. Um, <laughs> so we got John Lennon we've got a picture of him in our, in our room here. So, I mean, he hopefully he's not crawling over in his grave now, but, uh, Paul McCartney is, is what, how does the song go? Oh is my it, goodness. So, is, so for your listeners, they need to know a backstory here. <laughs> when we were setting up for the podcast today, uh, Jason, who is, who is multi-talented as yep. you all know, he comes in and he goes, he was naming Christmas songs. And uh, he brought up what I believe to be, as this is my professional opinion, <clears throat> as well as my personal one, the worst Christmas song ever written. <laughs> Simply oh, my goodness, a wonderful Christmas so, time. Like, I, I sit at times at home sometimes and, and, like, fret over this song because I just hear, like, I hear John and, and Paul and Yoko Ono kind of yodeling this song. <laughs> the thing is, if you've ever listened to that Christmas song, it's like what Jason just sang like 75 times in a row. Yeah, I mean, like the, the lyrics, whole Christmas I mean, song is <laughs> simply having a wonderful Christmas time. And repeat, simply having. It's like, like this you is think the we song can make money off that never. if we just say this like 50 times? I think you know? if your name was Paul McCartney, you could. That, See, or if you're John Lennon. He, he, I can, think sing, could he sing, can sing the phone book. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He's a wonderful. And no, no offense to any of the. Uh, to any of those people, they're obviously world legends, and I, one of my people I'd love to meet is is Paul McCartney. Sure. He's on my top, maybe three list of people. But but, but, it, but it's gimmicky and it kind of is catchy. He, you know and, what? You know. And he's and he doesn't care because he's getting a paycheck every year from it. And <laughs> exactly. He doesn't care state. that Justin and Jason Justin, are talking about. Justin, yeah, Justin I'm sure he's listening from, to the Run the Race podcast right now. Correct. Like, yes. What are they doing? Talking about me right now? <laughs> he might be though. I mean, you know, you got a big <laughs> who audience. Know, who knows? Um, and, and, and I would be honored if he if he considered my opinion of maybe a rewrite of that tune. Yeah. But and, you know, and, whatever. And sometimes there's these new Christmas tunes that come along and kind of the pop versions of them. We hear you know Mariah Carey, you know. Um, that kind of thing, you know, her famous song, um, but uh, also uh, Wham uh, did Last Christmas. Yes. Uh, and it actually, you know, I looked it up. It, it didn't become <clears throat> number one until 2017 after George Michael died. <clears throat> but the yep. words are just, it's it's like, it's a very sad song. It goes, uh, last Christmas I gave you my heart and the very next day you, you, too, you, threw, too, it too, you threw it away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And tossed tore it out in the trash. Yeah, and, tore it apart. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. This year, I'll, I'll to save me from tears, I'll <laughs> give it to someone special. Doesn't it, that it really? Sound, it sounds like a, a lifetime movie, maybe possibly. It's, I mean, it, it's it's sad because you, your heart's been broken, and you're going to give it, your heart to somebody who deserves it on Christmas. Yeah, it's uh, it it's a 
it's funny that that's a Christmas, like it's so, it's so not, not a happy song. Like there's no, yeah. Like, okay. All right. Well here sit and drink and, and think about that. You know, it's like, all right, that's not what we're trying. That's not what we want. That's, nobody wants that. Exactly. Uh, it is funny though. Like, and, but I would rather listen to that sad song than to hear the other one. So I guess we have to take it in consideration. <laughs> and now to what, to get a little more serious now, um, you know, cause I know, you know, for we talked about the faith earlier and the aspect of how that is such a big part of of music and just kind of you know uh, getting you know into the spirit of the season. And, and I know for you, you know, you have this music studio here that we're in now, Bib City Sound, and and you also um, you have a passion for teaching others. Um, how to creatively worship God and use their own unique gifts. I mean, for you, is that, I know we talked earlier about how it is, you know, music is a way to glorify God, but do you find that for you very rewarding to see other people kind of use those gifts? Um, You know, and maybe they're doing songs that, that maybe they don't say Jesus or God in them. Maybe they're not purposefully, quote, Christian songs, but they're using their talents to bring a light to a dark world. Um, yeah, I think so. Um, uh, so like my, you know, your, your listeners are familiar with listening to, um, a lot of different content on your channel. Your listeners are used to hearing more about fitness maybe. Um, and, and, and you're of course, a fit guy. I, yeah, I'm fit in the sense that like, I won't fit in the car seat <laughs> oh, no. or the seatbelt won't no. fit around my belly. Or <laughs> no. right, as I saw a meme, it said, I'm trying to, I'm fitting this whole pizza in my face. <laughs> Fitness, <laughs> fitness, pizza in my mouth or whatever. Um, so you know, yeah, and, and but I am a person of faith, and the music, music to me is a cool thing because I believe it's a ministry all around. Like I don't think it's just, um, it's not just putting, uh, it, it, it's not just about trying to sell something or putting uh, music out there for the world and, and trying to get people to click bait it and whatever. I think. At its deepest core, it's a language. And somebody told me this one time, and I've never forgotten it, but like, when we die one day, we all will. Music is one of the only things we take with us. We don't take any of our stuff, but we have we read about in scripture. There's there's uh there's music in heaven, you know, mm-hmm, yeah. and uh, and like there's there's even instruments listed. Now we you know I don't know what the angelic heavenly version of a trumpet is or what it will look like. It may like. not be on nose flutes. Cor- like cor- it may not be a nose flute or a, yeah, or, a, or correct. They're probably, we're not probably singing Bruce Springsteen's Santa Claus or, you know, <laughs> or and Paul I, McCartney. And I hope to goodness the Paul McCartney song's not there. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I want to see Paul there, just not the song. Sure, sure, sure. But the, um, but all that to say, uh, yeah, I think that this is a ministry for me and I, I love sitting back and, and enjoying writing, uh, helping people write their songs, develop their songs. And here at Bib City, my job is to, uh, Bib City Sound, which is my studio, is to help a person take their song from a small, very undeveloped product and in a very short amount of time on a, on a pretty tight budget usually, help them develop it into a a finished product that they're happy with that they can then post out onto the world or share with their family or whatever. And, um, some of the songs that I help create are good. Some of them are not as good, but it's not really about the song quality. It's about the experience. So just like when you're reporting the news on your end and on a, on a weekday, sometimes there's good stories and there's lots of content and it's, it's going to make for a great story and everybody's going to pay attention and then some days it's just boring news, you know, and it is what it is, but it doesn't make it less, just because the news is boring doesn't make life less interesting or 
your job less important. Yes. You, you know, and to be honest with you, realistically, we'd rather there be less news. We'd rather it be, <laughs> yeah. we'd rather to have a comp, you know, or at least all good stories, you know. Yeah. And so in here in my in this space, like making music that is, uh, you know, making music that is that that means something to the to the person who's here as my client is the thing that I'm trying to do. So yeah, it's fun, and I got I got a like you said at the beginning, I got about four or five hundred instruments here. Um, it's a full production studio and I do occasionally work with commercial artists and there's stuff that has come out of this studio that's playing on national radio. Um, but yeah, we, it, I, I'm, I'm going to talk to you a little bit later but, about your casting crowns experience. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So that we'll, was a we'll pretty neat time uh, of, of my life. I feel like an old man now, but yeah, but, but there's, but there's always like, you know, that's, I just love, I love like you, I, this music brings, uh, brings out the best in people. And it, it's, it's something we can all laugh with and have a good time. Uh, not take it too serious, you know? Yeah. So, and then you were talking about news, you know, I always say, you know, obviously you have to report the good, the bad, the ugly, you know, on the news or, or whatever job you have, you know, it's, it's not always going to be, you know, roses and rainbows, but, um, you know, it's all about the good news and you wish you could get out, you know, and, and, uh, one of the songs that obviously is this time of year, a lot of people are singing in church, joy to the world. Yes. Um, and it's not the, it's not the song from the seventies, you know, joy to, <laughs> the fish, joy to the fishes in the deep blue yeah. sea. But I mean, that's, we're joyful for that as well. Right. Sure. <clears throat> but, uh, so we're going to sing, I think the first and last verse of this one, uh, joy to the world. So do you know who wrote, um, joy to the world? No. Isaac Watts. Okay. And Isaac Watts. I, 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 I know Isaac. I mean, he lives down the street. That's right. right. That's right. Yeah. Super <laughs> nice guy. Super nice guy. Well, Isaac Watts, he wrote, uh, this is just of interest. A lot of people don't know this, but the the, the hymn, uh, When I Survey the Wondrous Cross, um, Our God and Help, Our God, Our Help in Ages Past. Those are very uh, famous classic, um, classic uh, Isaac Watt hymns. Um, he's written quite a few uh, famous famous lyrics and uh, or lyric to uh, hymns. And so Joy to the World was not originally a Christmas song. Yeah. If you actually uh, follow all of the uh, the the readings of the, the hymn, it took the tune out of it because we're so familiar with it being a Christmas song. But if you just read the lyric, it's actually not, uh, it's, it's based off of one of the Psalms out of the scripture, all the Old Testament. It's not actually a Christmas song at all. Um, but we've made it into one. It certainly fits. I mean, it, it talks <laughs> yeah. about it, it, it talks coming, about the yeah. cre- the king coming, but it's more really about uh, the end, like Jesus coming back, more so than Jesus coming the first time, which is what Christmas is. Yeah. But anyway, it's a great song and um, a, a classic. And so we're gonna we're gonna sing it. Is that cool? Yeah, let's sing. Let's it. get let's, our let's, let's get the audience it. to do let's, it. Let's uh, bring some joy. To- and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven, heaven, nature sing. Joy to the world. The Savior reigns. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's, can we do that one? A, he rules the world? Oh, he rules the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here we go. Ready? One? Yeah, let's do it. Here we go. <laughs> he rules the world with truth and grace, and makes the nations prove the glory of his righteousness and wonders of his love 
and wonders of his love and wonders wonders of his love and it really is i mean it's a it's a wonder that yeah that, it is uh, that god will allow us to be here in the studio today singing you know he doesn't like cut us off or something it is know? and i love that last verse that's why i jumped to it accidentally i'm sorry we we did talk about this a little <laughs> bit and for, obviously your listeners are aware that we're sort of making this up as yeah, we go yeah we're just kind of you know yeah, we're having fun it. we're just having fun in the studio but i love that last uh Verse, joy to the world, the Savior reigns. Let yes. men their songs employ. Because that right there is the key to what all this is. Like yeah. Our song should in, should engage the world about the Savior. Yeah. Like, let men their songs employ. That is such a great... And we, we think of the word, the word employ as to, to work or have a job. And that's the job of the song. Yeah. Is to... Com- to communicate that the Savior reigns. So I think that's a beautiful, I love that lyric in there. And, so. and if you kind of just change it like by one letter, it's deploy. You know, you're you're deploying, you know, whatever your gifts are. You hear about soldiers and deployments, um, and uh, but deploying out, um, kind of going into the, 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 the harvest and the fields and uh, kind of marching on because, you know, it's, it's a, you know, we're living in tough times. A lot of, a lot of, you know, things happening around us where we want to bring light and uh it's it's you know we want to we want to portray jesus and this is a great time of year to have that conversation i mean it's it's a it's almost like the the ice has been broken for us christmas is just you know around the corner and so you know great opportunity to talk about christ with people maybe that that aren't familiar with it because christmas is not just about santa claus and getting gifts and having parties that's correct and and the 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 secular world has often been, you know, it, it for there, there's sometimes there's such a a an anger towards the gospel, and I guess that and you know that's we've been told that that would be the case, but at least at Christmas the spirit of the gospel is completely about unification. It is the here's the good news for all of humankind. This is the good news for there is a savior born this day to bring hope for humanity, to bring salvation for all mankind. Um, you know, it's, and so I hope that when people um, hear the name of Jesus proclaimed at, at Christmas, that um, even when they don't hear it correctly portrayed, that they can understand and appreciate the beauty of the bigger story, you know. Um, yeah. But yes, that's a, it's a beautiful song. And you're right, deploy... It's, I never even really thought about that. I thought you were actually going to make a joke when you said we can just add a word. I was going back to the like, the song used to be called It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Joy to the World. Joy versus... a lot to the world. Joy thought, a lot to the I, world. I, I, that, I, that's, I, that's, I, that's what it could have been called. It could have been, yes. Joy, Joy a lot to, to the world. world. <laughs> Something like that. I was like, I was like, I thought you were setting up a perfect joke, and I was like, oh, he's being serious. Man, okay. yeah. Well, okay, we'll, we'll get a little less serious now. You know, there's a um, there's a, a song uh, that's it's a lot more fun talking about snow. We don't see a lot of snow around here it's a sleigh ride um and you know you, you know just kind of going out and we don't get that opportunity around here because we don't we see snow about once every five years here in georgia and alabama and then we run out of milk and milk and bread <laughs> exactly everybody's resting the ground i grew up in the north carolina mountains and so I, I i saw snow you know it was i mean we saw white christmas every other time so um and i when i think of this song i think of uh some of the uh, a classic group that is very familiar, very, you know, uh, 
denoted with Christmas songs, uh, the Carpenters. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So and uh, you know it's it's uh, just classic voice and uh, great song. That's like uh, were your parents hippies? Like were that? Uh, like, duh, I mean, sort of, <laughs> sort of. You know. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were listening to the Carpenters. <laughs> See, that's a, my my. We grew up listening to James Taylor and Jim Croce. And, oh yeah, uh, Carly Simon and yeah, the Carpenters and Peter Peter Paul and Mary and. Uh, you know, it's just funny to the mamas and the papas, all right. that classic, classic music and whatever. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you want to sing a little bit of it? Sure. Let's, let's, all right, sing a let's bit see. Of I think I can get this, get this, this in is your a key. Fun one, you know? Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring, ting, tingling to you. Nice. That's a lot of words. Come on. It's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Outside the snow is falling and friends are calling you. I got this. You. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, let's go, let's look at the show. We're riding in a wonderland of snow. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, it's grand, just holding your hand. We're riding along with a song of a wintry fairyland. Our cheeks are nice and rosy and comfy, cozy are we. Snuggled up together like two birds of a feather would be. Let's take that robe before us and sing a chorus or two. I want to put the you Come on, in. it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. And then it goes on talking about some uh, birthday, birthday party, party for Farmer Farmer Gray. No, Farmer Gray. Farmer Gray. Now, who is Farmer Gray, I wonder? Or do you just think it rhymed with day, which is the following line? I'm yeah, going like, to like, guess. You know, like, let's, you know let's what? See, uh, let's, uh, let's Farmer, see. We, we, we need something that rhymes with day. Let's say uh, day, fay, you know, yeah, gray. Because let's be honest. Farmer Gray, really? Like, there's not a lot of people with, the, with that last name. And then secondly... There's a birthday party at the farmer's house. Yeah. It's a very, I don't know. I mean, I, back I in the day, feel, they would have, you know, you know, yoo-hoo, pop, pop, pop. You know, that's they, right, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a funny story about this uh, uh, this song at the end of a... You know, that has the... Uh, yeah. Uh, there's a very... This song's got a very instrumental... There's a lot of instrumental versions of this song. And there's a big... There's the famous trumpet, like... Like they yeah. make the big thing at the sound at the, the end. horse's name. That's yes, exactly right. The horse's name and the trumpet player is always it's you know it's, you kind of it's like a rite of passage. You have to be able to do that as a. And, we, and you can hear the. I'm not sure what instrument they use, but you hear the 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 hooves. The, of the, that's the right. Horse. That's right. There's a bunch of different instruments that's doing it. But the one instrument that's uh, that is pretty funny, always made fun of, and the person who has to do it is usually a percussionist. But at the very end. When it goes, there's the, at the or that's the song's going, there's always that smack in there, right? And it's called a slapstick. It's actually just two pieces of wood that you hit together. But if you don't hold it right, you, it, and you, you can drop it or get the timing off or wrong, and it's one of those critical things, like if you hit it at the wrong time, it's awkward. Or if you don't hit it at all, it's awkward. So it always makes the percussionist super nervous because they got to hit that yeah, because they're, they're they're pausing. Oh like, yeah, you know, like, but if you like drop it, uh, yes, yes, it's a very uh, it's in the music world. We that's one of those songs where it's like don't mess this up because everybody knows it. There's not is not anybody's going to be convinced or fooled 
if you mess this up. So you've yeah. got to yeah. you've got to hit it right. And, yeah. and comedy is all about the timing too. And and uh, you know, kind of there's some funny versions of some classic songs. You know, Jingle Bells. Uh, so I, I don't. I I actually talked to our chief meteorologist Derek. He has a different version of this song than I. That I think you learn different versions in elementary school depending on how old you are. Do you what? What do you know? Uh, a version of Jingle Bells. It's uh, the Batman not, smells. One. Yeah, yeah. Sing that one because uh, do you know that uh, one? <laughs> I remember it like. You may have, you know, this gets passed around. By the way, the one I remember was something like uh, Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin Laid an Egg. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember. That was good. That was like, good. That's about art. Do you remember it? Like, I, mean, I don't remember. You, I remember the you're one like a I, lyricist. Uh, jingle Bells, Shotgun Shells, Granny's Got a Gun. One jumped up, shot him in the butt, the other ran away. Hey. See that's better. Like and see that's that's the. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know the, if you can get away with that these well, that's days. Like I mean, the shotgun. Southern, you know, right. You again, we're talking about guns taking again. a gun to school and shooting your teacher in the butt yeah. with it. Although there are a few teachers in my in my childhood that I would have liked to have What's seen. Which granny's happen. gun? So it's right. Fine, exactly. Yeah. But nowadays you can get the parents. The granny can yes. get sued for that too. The like, granny will be in jail for that. <laughs> when you sing, it's fun. It's, it's interesting these songs how how they bring up different memories to my head as we sing them. A song like Sleigh Ride, which is kind of more lighthearted and fun. And then the the majesty of joy to the world, and it's just it's hard to you, you, you know maybe this is one of those Mary did you know moments where you're like asking these really hard questions. Yeah, you know? and, and songs and lend a perspective, um, a memory or something like that, and you know, and I think that you know you hit on something really poignant there in terms of the fact that we don't need to take for granted like the family and friends that we have with us and the time we have with them because it can be snuffed out. I mean, like your loved one or yourself, you could have an accident or could die Correct. You know, today, That's tomorrow. Right. And none so, of us are here forever. Yeah. I mean, and that... so, and, and, and one of those things that like for me, um, a Christmas song that kind of brings that to mind in terms of gathering around together and like the warmth of this song, um, the Christmas song. It's oh, yeah. obviously it's, it's a classic Nat King Cole. So we're not going to sing, you know, I'm not going to sing it like, like him. So please don't compare, but you know, it's just kind of gathering around, uh, for, for folks. And it's just very, I don't know, it's just kind of comforting. It's like that kind of song, especially Nat King Cole's version, you just kind of, you know, um, it's like wrapping that, that snuggly blanket while you're sitting on the couch you know, looking at the tree and waiting for Santa or or uh, that kind of thing, and, and uh, it's it's um it's it's so just it's just classic, I guess, is the the best way to describe that one. Yeah, they uh, it's it's dead chestnuts roasting. You can you sing it? Yeah, yeah. You know, can you yeah, sing yeah, a little sure, bit sure. of it? Yeah, like I, it, yeah. I I I would love to hear you sing this. And... Sure. Sure. Um, I would rather you sing it than me. Sing it. <laughs> well, I'm, I, a, I'm an I'm instrument. A, an, I, I'm, I, I'm not going to do a Nat King Cole impersonation. Yeah. Because I cannot sing it as well as him, for sure. I don't think anybody can, but we'll give it a try. Well, he, I mean, he did do okay in his career. Sure, yeah. yeah. Here we go. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols. Sung by a choir And folks Dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows A turkey and some mistletoe Help to make the season bright Tiny tots 
With her eyes all aglow We'll find it hard to sleep tonight I like this part here They know that Santa's on his way He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child As they will is gonna spy to see if reindeer really know how to fly and so I'm offering this simple phrase to kids from 1 to 92 nice although it's been said Times many ways. Merry Christmas to you. All right, the Christmas song. Nice, the Christmas song. This is. It used to be called a lot. A, Christ, a lot of Christmas songs. Uh, <laughs> the a lot Christmas. The song. a lot Christmas. Yeah, song. but then they changed it that's back right. to its original yeah, song. Thank goodness. I mean, I mean that's you know Every just the name of the. <laughs> what is it? What is simply, it? simply having a wonderful uh, Christmas time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, okay, yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. We'll just you know keep that going. So uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know when we we used to uh, sing this as kids, we uh, my mom. In, in her best effort to keep us fed when we were kids, we did not we did not grow up poor, but we certainly didn't have a lot, and uh, we would eat what was cheap. And one of the things that was cheap as kids were like you know frozen things like fish sticks and chicken nuggets, yeah. and, and tater tots. Oh yeah. And so when we got when we used to sing, help to make the season bright, tater tots. <laughs> You know, we used to think that was not tiny tots because that didn't mean anything to us. It was like, you had what's to, a tiny it was like tot? an old it was like an old man's way of saying children. But we understood tater tots, and they did sort of glow in the oven. So we yeah. tater tots on the oven, all glow. Tater tots as a side for my burgers. Yes, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> we'll make it easy to sleep tonight. That's exactly, kind yeah. of the word. Yeah, so exactly. we we understood that as as small children, we got that. Yeah. So. Well, and, and uh, you know, um, next up, I want you to sing because you have an original song. And I, I think you, you co-wrote and sing. Uh, um, I think one of our um, friends and former podcast guests, Tim Maggard, uh, yep. helped you with this one, uh, co-wrote the song with you. And I want to hear that a little bit. But at first, I wanted to ask you, we kind of teased it earlier, talked about, um, you know, you, uh, you have, uh, you, you know, name dropping is a good thing to do sometimes if you, you know, feel like you want to do that. Well, if you know uh, people, you, if you, you know someone like Jason Dennis, yeah. <laughs> or you, you can name go, drop, yeah. Hey, uh, Jason Dennis was in uh, Bib City Sound uh, earlier today. When, when, and, and you know, something I learned about you, um, and, and maybe, you know, you don't toot your own horn very much and maybe people know this about you or not, but as, as we're introducing folks to Justin Ballou, you, um, you know, uh, sang and played and toured with Casting Crowns. And uh, even went to Africa with them. I mean, people familiar. In fact, I think Casting Crowds is coming to Columbus, Georgia, the Civic Center in March. So, I mean, they're a very popular band and have been for, you know, two or three decades. You know? They they are great, authentic people. Now, the band has changed personnel considerably since its beginning. But I got, um, I knew them back when... They were. They had just moved up from Daytona, and they were so committed to what they were doing that they 
basically kind of came up in this, this kind of communal way where like they're like we'll just we'll all sleep on the floor if we can continue to do the ministry we're doing. I mean, they were super committed. And I remember even thinking and judging them kind of going like, God, you know, these, these people like need to get real jobs. And, you know, and, and it, of course it came back to bite me because like now they've written like, you know, multiple number one hits and they've won multiple Grammys and double awards and no longer sleeping on the floor. Correct. No. Yeah. They, they, you know, they all, they, yeah, exactly. And so they, and they've earned it. They've earned, they earned it through a lot of, for a lot of reasons, but, um, as I grew up, I sort of worked in church ministry with them, and early on, they're they're before they were a big deal. I played in several of their weddings, uh, three different people in the band's weddings. Mm. I played in, which was kind of cool in my younger years. And then when they went on, when the Life Song record came out, that was kind of when they were at their biggest. They had uh, they had just won their third Grammy. I think they had won like their tenth Double Award at that point. Mm. They that they were going on a tour for the life song album and part of the tour took them to Africa. And, um, I think you've told me that you've been that been there. Yeah. Before. I've been to yeah, Africa so, several years ago. It's right. an amazing place. It's beautiful. It's an ma- amazing continent and, and the countries there are so diverse, but the portion of Africa that we were going to in the summer, their summer, our winter, you, um, as you may remember, you have to get vaccinated Yes. with certain vaccines that will keep you alive. Lots, we're just, lots of shots. Right. So the yellow fever vaccination, which this was pre-COVID when people didn't really talk about these things that much. And the two girls in the band, Melody and Megan, were having their chil- having children at the time. And so they couldn't take that shot because it would be bad for their baby. And so they called their old friend Justin to come be on that tour with them to play uh primarily focused on that portion of the tour. Um, and I got to play a few shows in the States with them for playing a, guitar you, keys. Or I was mostly playing. Uh, I, I did what May, May, Megan played keys and melody played violin. So I played those two instruments. Oh, wow. Great. And um, it was a, it was fun for me. I, it was, a, I, I got to jump into the big leagues for a minute and uh, it was a good time. And I've still got lifelong friendships with them. Yeah. Um, I, I work and communicate with them fairly often. I'm sure when they come down in March, I'll go hang out with them a little bit in the Civic Center. But they, uh, they're just great, great people. That the big thing is, as you know, in any any field, yours included, not everybody is authentic. Sure. Um, but they are genuinely authentic. They are. They they live the life that they that they teach and share yeah. behind the scenes. They don't, they're not, they are not uh, fakers. Yeah. And that, that, that matters to me more than anything. Um, the and, fact and, that they've gotten big and written some big hit songs, that's cool. You know, it makes me feel it's like swag. It's like saying you got to play, play <laughs> it's like saying you got to play baseball with Nolan Ryan or something, you know, it's yeah. like, it's just cool. Um, but it's still, uh, it, to me, I'm just proud of them. You know, I'm yeah. really proud of what they've accomplished. Well, maybe they'll hear this song and want to cover it or something. Maybe they want to put it on a, a, a Casting Crowns Christmas album, perhaps. That would be amazing. But I, I, have a feel, I have a feeling that that's probably not going to happen. But uh, you never know, but, you know. Yeah, I'll tell you the story about this song very quickly. This is uh, the we'll get, way in a major. That's right. It's not, not a way. Oh a yeah, it's a lot of the way. No, I'm just kidding. They, uh, <laughs> um, this 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 song kind of came out um, of the idea that Chris, you know, we've forgotten what the important part of Christmas is. It's almost become cliche now to go, don't forget the real meaning of the season. Yeah. But depending on who you ask, they don't even, not everybody even agrees on what that is, you know? Yeah. 
Um, some people would say family. You and I would say that's important, but, but we would say our, our faith, our, our recognition of the creator coming into the world as God incarnate, you know, but um, music's important. But one of the things that was, that's for sure not important is, to me is this crazy, like the Black Friday specials that happened the day after Thanksgiving. Cyber or, Monday. Yes. Green all of that Monday. completely blows my mind of how <laughs> just shamelessly awful we as humans can be. And so anyway, I'll, I'll um, this, this tune um, is kind of written uh, for that, and again, I'm I'm a studio musician. I'm not a singer, and so no, you, you I, sound I, great. I don't perform my own songs. But this is a this song is on Spotify under my name, Justin Ballou, a better, a much better version of it. But it goes like this: It's called A Way in the Manger. The turkey's in the oven, and a line's already formed just outside the doors. Decorated retail stores we'll Spend the next few weeks Watching what the season brings Ain't it funny how folks find a way to fight Over little things Whatever happened to a silent night There was a time when simple was enough Seems like love is getting lost in all our stuff When it's clear that we don't have a clue What to do Me and you can look to find The way in a manger We all know what it feels like To be rejected and ignored Mary must have felt that way when the Prince of Peace was born. Searching for a place to stay, she was sent to a cattle stall where she wrapped him up and laid him down in a feeding trough. But the baby brought the holy to that night. There was a time when simple was enough. Seems like love is getting lost in all our stuff When it's clear that we don't have a clue What to do Me and you can look to find The way in a manger It's where the rich and poor kneel down together Laying gifts down at his side The father knew there was nowhere better For the humble savior To start his life There was a time When simple was enough It seems like love is getting lost In all our stuff when it's clear that we don't have a clue of what to do, me and you can look to find the way in a manger.
awesome job. That's really good. That's, that sounds great. And you can find that on Spotify, Justin Ballew, B-E-L-E-W. And, and uh, I think you told me this as well when we uh, were talking recently that there was only seven Justin Ballews in the entire USA. <laughs> that's so right. So you're easy to find if you spell it right with two E's and um, one that's L right. and one it, W. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, it looks like below, except just change the O to an E. That's okay, yeah. Yeah, so that's a, that's a very positive way of thinking about my name. It's just think of the word below. Justin Below. Simply <laughs> So you're, I mean, you're, like Vip City Sound is kind of below the radar. That's, it's sometimes, see, see? maybe maybe a little too far below. <laughs> like, I, yeah. We need, we, need, we need above the radar. That's right, <laughs> yes. I need, yes, that's right. But now, I mean, it's, this is a great setup here, you know, for sure. And, and, uh. Um, you, it uh, keeps me busy, and I'm thankful. You know, like I'll tell you a story that you're, and maybe encouraging to your listeners. And I hadn't told you this, but um, so I'm I'm 44. We talked about that. I'm a little bit younger than you. Yes. But I was married, um, for eight years. I got married in 1999. I was married for eight years. And when I was on the road, I was traveling. I was spending a lot of time on the back of tour buses. I was playing music out in a lot of places. Uh, I wasn't doing anything like immorally bad, um, but I was not home. You were like like, gone a lot. I was gone all the time, <clears throat> which is not a good husband thing to do. And regrettably, it cost me my, um, and she was involved as well, but, and, but she left me for someone else. And so that... You know, that really put a damper on things. And I thought my ministry was over. I thought life was going to be terrible after that. And then uh, a little time went by and I met my now wife, Jenna. We've now been married for 13 plus years. and She's amazing. But one of the things I learned from my previous marriage was I want to make sure I still want to do music production, but I want to do it in a way where I can go home at night and be with my wife. I can like honor I, I want to be a, I want to be a good husband and if God gives us kids which he didn't which is okay we have nieces and nephews but we I want to be able to come home and spend time with my family yeah and so and my you're, wife, you're your own boss here. I am and my wife and her beautiful uh discernment and and like just love for me said why don't you build a studio in Columbus just be the person you want to be but just be it here and we'll you know work with who work with who comes to you you know and so I had this grandiose idea of like having, of being continuing my work with people like Casting Crowns and other artists I've worked with that are on a bigger front. And I've enjoyed that in the past, but I kind of now think of that as like, that was not the, that was not a bad version of me. It was just the old version of me. Now I'm sort of more like a, I'm almost like a music minister of a church who just does music production for people. And not all the music I do is sacred. But it's more of a let me help you kind of a thing, and so I, I like rather than it being an expense to you and me making trying to make a big buck out of it, it's more of a, um, it's a like hey man, here's this cool thing you can do. It's like an excursion, like you know, like you're, you're paying you, for the experience. You're paying for the experience. Like yeah, your your music's probably not going to make you a lot of money, and it's not going to make me a lot of money. It's going to make me a modest salary. And what you're going to do is you're going to enjoy the experience. We're going to create something here. And at the end of the day, you're going to have something that you can take home with you and show to your friends. And if you want to put it on Spotify and Apple Music or whatever, we can do that. And I do it all the time. But at the end of the day, 
this is more about the, the some you can say you did something really cool. So I think that it's neat to see how God has taken my life from a where it was, and and and, and you know I don't have the story of like summer. Like, I was a drug addict or what? I don't. I, that wasn't me. I've always stayed in my lane. Maybe you were addicted to music in the road. You know uh, that that could be said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 there's probably you know it just if there's an encouragement out of it and it, or a lesson learned is like you know don't. Sometimes in, at the at the intent of doing something you think is good, you're maybe costing yourself something much bigger. And yeah. so for me, that was I was building up a career. I was making good money. I was playing with some really great people. Yeah. Um. And my career was moving along. And had I continued to follow that, I I probably wouldn't be living in Columbus. I'd probably be in Nashville or a big city, and I'd probably be playing with a bunch of other great people. Instead, the great people I get to play with now are probably people you've never heard of, but they are in my hometown and they're my peeps. And I and I have to think of that as like God has taken, God has given me the desires of my heart because I have changed my focus to think about what's important, like family and church, and those are the things that matter. So, yeah. well, I appreciate um, you sharing and being. Yeah, open I mean, it's just I don't. Story. It's not a. There's no secrets, you know. Yeah. I mean, and um, you know my. My ex-wife is remarried and has a kid. I wish her the best, of course. But like, you know, we all learn from that. And I think if if that's what you have to do is we all have to learn from our mistakes. And I'm th- I'm so thankful for Jenna. She's amazing. My wife is just an amazing person. And the fact that she lets me live my dream. and How, how is your career, your job, how high or how low is it on your list? I mean, it doesn't need to be. I mean, it doesn't need to be number one or number three for you to be successful. It Correct. can be, you know, number 10 on your list. That's right. And still be successful. So you just you pray that, okay, God, you know, like I want to do your will and I want to, you know, set the priorities right Teach in my me life. balance. And, and yeah. yeah, balance for sure. And, and I know people come in here to the studio and most of them like, you know, uh, you know, pay you money so they can make a CD, you know, or there's like freeloaders like me who come in and record a podcast with you. <laughs> you're, you're putting me out into the world and making me sound there good. There you go. <laughs> Uh, this is, uh, um, and you were talking earlier about you played you played violin with the Casting Crowns. I did. I played I played violin with them and okay. yeah, and keys is what I was playing with them on that. And so that was a pretty cool experience. What well, um, do you think you could play? I, I know uh, one of the we talked about Oh Holy Night, and I think that uh, I don't know if you violin or viola. You, you choose your instrument. Yeah, you want for, for for Oh Holy Night. Right, well, how about I play? Let's, a, do, let's do an instrumental version. And while, while you're getting the thing, I'll I'll kind of sing. Like my my low uh, classic version. Oh, there you go. You got the. Is it? Is this a violin or viola? So this is a violin. Violin. Okay. And do you know, I, do, yeah. So do you know what the, do you know what the difference between a violin and a viola is? Um, I think the letters. One of them. Bur- <laughs> one of them burns longer. That's what. That's what my friends tell me. One of them burns. Which one burns the, longer? The viola is bigger. The viola is so bigger. More, yeah. More wood. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a uh, there's, uh, musicians. We tell all these really stupid lame jokes about <laughs> you know whatever, but yeah. Uh, uh, the violin's a beautiful instrument. The the violin's the like if you think of a choir, you get the sopranos, the altos, the tenors, and the basses. The violin's the soprano. The cello's the tenor. The viola's in the middle. It's the alto instrument. It's the big, a little bit bigger and lower. So it's like the it's the alto instrument of the string family. Well, isn't there? I, I I remember you know growing up. Um, I'm not a big country music fan, but the the band Alabama they have a song. Uh, oh, play me some mountain music. Yep, that's that. Yeah, My that grandma kind of like and grandpa it. used to play. Uh, and they, they, yeah, that, they talk about the violin, that, that you know, kind of sound. That, yeah, that lead guitar. You know, that's right. Yeah. yeah, playing it hot. And then there's also, or you, you, uh, 
you gotta have a fiddle in the band. You gotta have a fiddle in the band. That's what it is. Yeah, if you're gonna play in Texas. Yeah, exactly. If you're if you're in Columbus, it can be a viola. If you're gonna play in Georgia, you gotta have a violin in the band, something like that. So you know, you know, and Oh Holy Night, such a great song. You know, so I'm not actually not going to ruin it by singing it myself. Oh, holy night. But uh, it's one of my, it's one of, it, probably my wife, Shanna's favorite Christmas song. We'll put Christmas in air quotes, but favorite just classic hymn and talking about, you know, uh, uh, just, uh, you know, it's it's the night of our dear Savior's birth. So obviously it fits in well with Christmas. We're talking about Christ being born. And um, and it's just amazing. is His gospel of peace it talks about that in there, but but oh holy night! Like we we stop and we we look to the stars and we look to the fact that yep. he is here to save us. And um, born, you know, more than two thousand years ago. I mean, I, I guess it's you know we're in twenty twenty one now, but uh, still, you know, Christmas has the same meaning and ideas it had you know a thousand years ago. You know, so. Yeah, it does absolutely. This is a, I'll play a, a, a verse of this. This is one of my um, one of my favorites too. So your wife your wife's in good company, I guess. <laughs> um, job you know it's it's one of those songs one of those instruments i think that you just like maybe some of our listeners did this you kind of close your eyes and you kind of get caught up in the music and the song and and uh you know it talks about falling on your knees oh hear the angel voices and and one of the things i remember hearing a sermon about this one time about this the lyrics in the song it says the weary world rejoices those three words just really sum up kind of maybe any time in history, but the fact that, you know, we're going through some, some difficult times, but, and we're weary, we're, we're just tired. And maybe it's something going on with you personally. Uh, maybe you've lost a loved one, lost your job or, or something else. And, and, but this is an opportunity, you know, despite being weary, you know, despite being tired and just, just fed up and, and, and frustrated with the world or what's your circumstances 
it's uh, an opportunity or a time, a reminder to rejoice uh, the fact that Christ is born. And so, uh, uh, for me, you know, that song has is amazing. And I know that you you have you have like five hundred instruments here, but the one that I, you mentioned the 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 oil can one, I think from Africa. But you have a nose flute. Is there? Is there? A, a, I know you're. you Did you have that with you? Can do you mind playing that? Does it sound like a regular flute or? Uh, well, I actually. So I do have a nose. I do, to what I brought. Well, I have two flutes. I have actually <laughs> a bunch of flutes, but. So I have a nose flute, which you have to make sure to to make sure you don't have like yes. uh, uh, like uh, boogers or something hanging out before yes. you play the that, nose flute. That is exactly okay, gotcha. yeah. But you don't you need to you need to do <laughs> when it. a client comes in. You know, once, there's a pre you know, there's a pre wipe. That's kind of a, <laughs> that's a pre wipe. That's the COVID COVID. Make that's sure correct. nobody else like, plays the nose. Yeah, flute. the nose flute is not a COVID uh, approved instrument. But the <laughs> the so the deal that the nose flute is yes, I do have one, and everybody and people pick on me about it. What's fun to do is the nose flute is not much different than a standard transverse flute, like except that you're blowing the air out of your nostril instead of your mouth. Now, on truthfully speaking, the, uh, there's a huge advantages overall of blowing it out of your mouth because you can have, you can have more power. Like you're, if you try to, if I told you to blow out all your air as fast as you could, your mouth's the fastest way to get that air out. So that, yeah. that creates energy and power on the instrument itself. But, there are some things you can do with a nose flute to be able to, you can, you can, you can, it leaves your mouth free to be able to sing or talk or do other things. And it's more of a novelty. But since this is a, since this is a, uh, an audio broadcast, <laughs> you can't really see me play the nose flute. Right. Yeah. I, bra- I rather grabbed a different instrument. I grabbed a flute sure. that's called a penny whistle. And these, this is a, uh, this one has a little bit more, a little bit more pleasing sound. And you play this with your mouth, not your nose. But this is the instrument that's famous that people know from Irish music. So uh, if, you're, if you've seen like Lord of the Rings or uh, the Titanic movie, you know, everyone knows that. That's exactly what that <laughs> instrument, that instrument that you've seen in that movie, yes. You can almost see Jack and Rose on the front yeah. of the ship. I'm the um, king of the world! Yes, that, exactly. So that instrument is what this is. It is, uh, it's, it is an... Uh, instrument from the uk it's known in a lot of irish music it the it got famous uh it's called a penny whistle uh informally but the reason it is is because in the early 1800s there was a man named george clark and he would stand on the outer sides of london bridge and he would basically play music as pedestrians walked by Hmm. and people would give him a tip not unlike how you would do in a new york subway or Maybe on downtown on Broadway. A penny, perhaps. It was an English copper penny at that particular point in history. An English copper penny was a kind of a large copper coin that would be worth a couple of dollars in our currency nowadays. And so the the instrument kind of was named, kind of been named after him. And they still make Clark penny whistles, although this one here is not one. We can play um like there we go. It's a little higher, maybe. Well, I mean, I'm sure you yeah, can play songs like, you know, simply having a wonderful <laughs> Christmas time. With yes. the, I mean, the penny whistle it make, I, probably makes it sound like it, one of the best Christmas songs ever. I could, but I, but I won't. I won't. But well, I, I, will play, I will play you something, though. This is, I'll do a very quick version of this. This, this is fun. So I'm going to play you. I'll just play you a little one, one verse of, a, um, of an old Christmas hymn. And here's a, this is, I'll, before I play this, I'll tell you this quick story. Chris, we, we think of Christmas carols. We've sang some today. 
we've also seen who's Carol. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I don't know. That's exactly right. Yeah, Carol. <laughs> I'm Carol. getting that the, the dad Carol? jokes, the music jokes. No, here. I love it. I love it. We're the right age for a dad joke. <laughs> I'm the right body. You're the right age. Um, we're both the right age. But anyway, the um, the Christmas carols are are basically a type of music. They come out of they come out of uh, Europe, particularly mm-hmm. um, England, early England. And there was a there was a form of music written five hundred plus years ago, five or six hundred years ago, ago called a motet. Now it doesn't really matter that much about the history history of that, except that carols were written about all types of things, mm-hmm. and in the form of this very early primitive music. This was before music was being written down in the way that we now understand it. This would have been very middle you know you're thinking Middle Ages era, right, uh, pre Renaissance period, and so. Carols were written about all sorts of things, and they would occasionally get used in the church for liturgy, like somebody would write an Easter carol or a carol for any number of things they were talking about in Scripture. And then uh, over time, there would also be Christmas carols written. Over time in history, though, all of them kind of have gotten lost and been passed, that have sort of just disappeared in antiquity, but... The ones that have remained are Christmas carols. Yeah. And the reason is, is because we have kept the tradition of Christmas. Sure. And so they get passed down and once a year they get sang. And over time you begin, you just remember the tune. Sure. And we have all these famous people like Mannheim Steamroller, like Chip Davis, who've taken them and made them famous again or whatever. So I'm going to play you a very short Christmas carol that would, this tune is centuries old, but yeah. you'll recognize the tune. Sure, sure. people's favorites oh come oh come Emmanuel. i mean people so, you sing that that's right like you said it's kind of it's lasted but in part because of christmas correct. it's right? a very very ancient not we it would we the words that as we sing them now would not have sounded the english would have sounded completely different it would have been sang in uh in a in a very early form of of uh of english as when as it was passed around europe in different languages but it's beautiful in fact it was a uh, very uh, very likely in latin at one point um, so that's a very cool story to kind of go with Yeah, that, so. yeah. And well, part of my history growing up in the, you know, the 80s and probably for you as well is, is uh, listening to Christmas music from the vantage point of, um, of, you know, of history in some sense, but also for me, some of my history includes um, the Muppets. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, so, you know, I think this is one of our, both of our favorite songs for Christmas time. Uh, but, but my favorite version of it is John Denver and the Muppets. Um, we wish you a Merry Christmas and, and they talk about some different kinds of foods in there. That's yes. interesting. You know, we, you know, and so maybe you and I can sing that together. I don't know if you want to play it or if you, we can yeah. sing it acapella with your, your choice. Let's, uh, yeah. let's, yeah, let's sing it. I'll grab my guitar. Okay. Now, all right. Um, are we going to do the, Let, let's, let's gonna do let's, all the weird verses. Yeah. Let's do all some right. stuff about, uh, right. you know, some about we won't go or something. I don't yeah. know. Something like that. Right. We wish, wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. 
we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings. Good tidings we bring to you and your kin. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. How about now, bring us some figgy pudding. No, bring us some figgy pudding. No, bring us some figgy pudding. Now, bring some right now. Or whatever. Is it? Bring it right here or bring it right now? Some, yeah, bring, bring some, some right here. <laughs> and, then, and then we and then won't go until we get some. We won't go until we get some. We won't go until we get some. So bring some right here. You know, so, so what is figgy pudding? Is I did it, some research is it, on is this. It, uh, it's not chocolate or vanilla. It's, it is, oh, it's fig newtons? Or? No, it's not. It's okay. actually, it's... it's uh, <laughs> this song is so aggressive. Like, I just love the like, aggressive. we won't go until he gets <laughs> like, all right, okay, back down a little bit. So the deal with the figgy pudding is this. I looked it up. It is a somewhat out of date. It's still, be, it's still made in the UK, uh, parts of Europe. Some people in the country, our country make it, but rare. it's not that super common. But it, it is a kind of a mince meat pie, Ooh. if you will. It's got... It has got figs in it. Uh, it's got flour and sugar. It's kind of a it's kind of a fruit cake sort of consistency. Like a, it's a pudding cake, mm. maybe bread pudding if you were to think of it. Sure, like that. sure. Yeah. But it's got it uses meat fat and meat flavoring in it to sort of uh, as the as the the gel. It sounds very healthy. It, it's yeah. It's probably terrible for you. You know. But it and, and but like most things with meat, sugar, and flour, it's probably delicious. I've I'm ne- sure. I can't say I've ever had it. If I have, I don't have a, any recollection of it. Well, maybe people are listening have have had figgy pudding before. And they can let us. Know, maybe so. so yeah. Like maybe you can like yeah like t- uh, email Jason or I and let us know like your, your figgy pudding experience. <laughs> the, the I just I just find this song humorous to me, like it, because we always sing it like it's a good like. Let's all go out with this spirited rendition of We Wish You a Merry Christmas. But the song, like, as it develops, is really, like, stingy. And, like, I mean, Santa's not bringing them anything. They're, they're being demanding. Like, they want this. Weird... Yes, we won't go. But then, we, then it switches back won't... to good tidings That's right. You. Yes, it's like, exactly. Yeah, it's like, we won't go. Yes, Now right. it's good. Yeah, happy New Year to you, too. Yeah, and this song used to be called <laughs> we, we Wish You a Lot of Merry Christmas. Yes, yes. <laughs> we wish a lot. Merry Christmas. Um, so, and also, you know, another... Tune that's people may be familiar with. We talked about jingle bells and Batman smells or oh, yeah. shotgun shells, but there's um that was the one where uh, grandma had the gun. Right, grandma. Right. But there's yeah. another grandma, you know, grandma got run over by a reindeer that's true. walking did. home from our house Christmas Eve. You can say you don't believe in Santa, but as for, for me, me and, and grandpa, grandpa, we believe. Burm, burm, burm. So yeah, it's it's uh you know it's that's got that's a whole song like and, that's right. And people you know um and it, it's kind of a crazy story. You'll um yeah I, I've never told you this story either. So there's um my mother in law who lives uh, not far from here in Harris County, Georgia. She um I think it might have been over the holidays or something like that. And you know my my father in law who was a pastor. Um, you know, a rest in peace. He died s- several years ago. A uh, great man. And, uh, but you know, the, you know, the holidays are a busy time, that kind of right. thing. So she, um, my mother-in-law, um, was uh, going to get, um, something from the mailbox and she's walking up the driveway and he's backing out of the driveway and almost runs over her. 
And um, so she that that story has a special meaning for her. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> she almost got run over by her husband. Like and, and they've got twelve grandkids. Personal and, you know, testimony. Yeah, song. Personal testimony. She. Yeah. So uh, well, you bring know. that woman some figgy pudding. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you got to believe a, in Santa Claus. That's it. Yeah. You know that uh, that song is kind of like in that era where, like, it was the post. Like we grew up in the era of listening to Alvin and the Chick Monks and. The Carpenter's Christmas, and like you said, the Muppets, and some of these, uh, the Bing Crosby was kind of the generation before us. Oh, yeah. That very commercialization of Christmas songs. Yeah. But ours was kind of like the cheesy I, version. You correct. Know. I think Alvin, they reached, you know. Yes. Oh, yeah. I think it reached its pinnacle of like complete nonsense during the Grandma Got Ran Over era. Like Susie Snowflake, Grandma Got Ran Over, you know, All I Want for Christmas is My Two Front Teeth. Like those were those were songs were just completely nonsense. Now they're they're fun and they're every there's nothing wrong with singing them. They're just like they're far removed from the beautiful lyrics of "O Come O Come Emmanuel." Yeah, but or, I, or, not, or not, all I want for Christmas is you. I mean that's you know yes. I mean that's got it's, some great it, lyrics. Absolutely. Well, it, it, yeah, and it's funny to <laughs> it's funny to like. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. those songs are great and they're you know we sing them and play them and I I, I enjoy them like everyone else. But it's uh it's just. You know, if, if we if we were having if the technology existed 150 years ago, there would have been no songs like that. Christmas songs would have been very only sacred, and there was no commercialism of it at all, hardly at all. That all came about in the early 1900s. So, and then uh, it's just kind of interesting to see that progression. I wonder, like, what else you could write. I mean, if you were to if you were to go back 50 years ago and go, someone's going to write a song called "Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer." <laughs> And it's gonna be wildly successful. You would not believe them. <laughs> you just you don't would, know. You just don't know what's gonna hit. You're gonna be you like, know? "There's no way," you no, know. Yeah, but then, yeah. but you know, we. But then the internet has made it where everything's famous. You know? <laughs> At least for 15 minutes. As long as you can have a million hits on That's YouTube or yeah. Spotify, or whatever. That's right. And uh, you know, we talk about the Muppets. Um, and again, um, I think this is definitely one of your favorite songs. And, and so I would love for you to sing it because you and I talked about it before about how this is, you know, and the Muppets did this one as well. It's, it's uh, Have Yourself, A Merry Little Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, such a, I mean, just a class. And I actually, I, I sang a little quick bit of it. Um, so I'm going to hand the baton off to you. And I sang a little bit of it on a previous podcast. I had this segment called... Um, you know, uh, stuck in my head, and so this is the kind of song that, and again, it's it's kind of like the Christmas song where I, I feel like it's kind of it's comforting. Um, it's just kind of like it's inviting. It's not, um, you know, it's not put on. It's not trying to like do anything. Self, just say, hey, have yourself a merry little Christmas. It's a message that we can all deliver to you know loved ones all around the world. Yeah, this is actually my not. This is my favorite non faith-based Christmas song. Sure. Let's see here now. Have yourself a merry little Christmas Let your heart be light From now on your troubles will be out of sight Have yourself a merry little Christmas Make the Yuletide gay From now on your troubles will 
happy golden days of yours. Faithful friends who are dear to us, gather near to us once more. Through the years we'll always be together. If the fates allow, hang a shining star above the highest bough, and have yourself a merry little Christmas. Nicely done. You don't give yourself enough credit. So you you call yourself a music engineer and producer. I, I'm and, a good producer. And, uh, I'm not play, a good singer. You know, but no, no, you but, you sound great. But you, the you know the point of this whole thing was not to. It's not for me and you to be singers because because that's not what we do. <laughs> no, no, no. You're a you're a news anchor, a fine news anchor, and <laughs> I'm a you. I'm a music producer, and I'm pretty good at it. We're both good at our, our fields. But, but we also like to sing Christmas songs. Oh yeah, yeah. And this, and this is a fun way to share some stories about it. To tell a little bit about ourselves, to share, to, to, to keep the, you know, today's obviously uh, on your whole podcast is based on faith and fitness. We're jokingly, it's not, this one's not so much about fitness. We're fitting maybe, that figgy pudding in our That's in our right, mouth. exactly. But fitness. you know, but there is some value of saying, and, and, and I know you know this too, but like, there's more than one kind of fitness. There's, there's, there's physical fitness. The spiritual. But there's spiritual fitness. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. like, re, I think sitting back and thinking about these songs and, and, remembering good memories about Christmas, thinking about the the purpose of it, why we're doing it, the history of it. I think that's a there there's some mental and spiritual fitness involved in that. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so but yeah. Uh, good times. Yeah. Well, we I'm almost out of time, but I do, I do want to uh, see if we can try one more song uh, before I totally out of time. I pray on Christmas. If you know, do you know that one, Harry Connick Jr. song? You know what? I did not learn that song. <laughs> All right, listen, I listen. I'll, I'll do an I'll, I'll do acapella. I'm sorry. I no, 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 no. This you, is good. No, you, you, you sent me a list. And no, no, you're good. No, this is what I'm gonna do. But I'm, I, I'm, I'm gonna sing it acapella. And I'm gonna clap. You clap with me. Can okay. You, you, can you clap? I can at least do that. I can, you, 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 I can go uh, get you, the slapstick. <laughs> we can be like, uh, what's the what's the one you were talking about where it pauses? Yeah. You know, and the happy feeling nothing yeah, yeah, in da, the da, world. Da, da, da. I'll do that. <laughs> but but <laughs> I'll do that. All right. So here, well, because because you know, uh, for me, Harry Connick Jr. You know, it's like a Michael Bublé. He's like the newer version of like. Some classic Christmas songs like uh, Bing Crosby used to be or Frank Sinatra. God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you've right. got like Harry Connick Jr.'s done some music that, and this is and an I original love Harry. Song. I, I love Harry Connick because oh, uh, I, saw, I saw him in concert when he was at the Civic Center a few years ago, and he was in uh, this past week. He was in a live version of Annie. Yeah, you know, Annie. That people don't think about it, but Annie's kind of a Christmas musical. Uh, it, it ends with a big Christmas scene. Where uh, everybody's getting a new deal for Christmas. That was the FDR's <laughs> new deal. But uh, Harry Connick was Daddy Warbucks. Yes, yes. And he was brilliant at it, as he would, of course, expect. And he just put out a recent album that was totally about faith. Yes, so, yeah. He's super, so. super smart guy, yeah. and uh, and yeah, super cool. So yeah, right, well, so let's you clap. Along, let's hear right, it. So right. you want to get me started on the clapping? Dun 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 dun. 
I pray on Christmas, sweet Jesus, that the Lord will see me through. That's right. I pray on Christmas, he'll show me what to do. I pray on Christmas, sweet Jesus, he'll help me understand. And I pray on Christmas, he'll take me by the hand. We'll close out here. Pray on Christmas, sweet Jesus. Oh, the sick will soon be strong. I pray on Christmas, sweet. Woohoo! The Lord will hear my song. I pray on Christmas that God will lead the way. And I pray on Christmas, He'll get me through the day. There you go. That's awesome. So yeah, you know it's a shame that I don't know that tune. That that feels like in typical Harry Connick style. It almost has kind of a black gospel feel to it. Oh, it's very. It's got, it's got some soul to it. It does. I'm it's not super, sure if I if I gave that to the you know you know. No, you did. I mean, for you know, for two middle aged white dudes, we 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 held our ground. But I mean, like you can hear that is a soulful. Like you can you could I could I could hear like a. Um, like a black choir singing that, it would be oh, yeah. majestic and beautiful. Something much better than than well, us. Well, I mean, I thought clapping. you did. A, I thought you did a fine job. <laughs> <laughs> well, and well, thanks for humoring me, Justin, and for allowing us to come into to Bib City Sound here in Columbus, Georgia. And, and I had such a good and, time. Thank uh, you. Yeah, just having fun, singing songs, and drinking coffee, and and uh, you know, having ourselves a great time. And we hope you know this. If nothing else. This lifts your spirits, just having a good time and, you know, talking about the, the you know, we, we say that the reason for the season, but it's really about Christ and then, and also family and, you know, really uh, spending time with your loved ones and, and having that perspective that, listen, you know, God came for us and, you know, he, he, he didn't have to. Um, but he did, and so um, this is a reminder at Christmas to to honor him and to to focus on him. But also a reminder that listen, we don't need to wait for Christmas for to do this. We can do this all the time. Have have that joy, that peace that passes understanding, and and that that Jesus um, is the reason for us, not just the reason for the season. That's right. That's exactly right. And I'm super grateful that you invited me to be a part of your uh, program. Uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm thankful for all that you do to serve the community, not just on TV, which is how most people know you, <laughs> but all the things that you do behind the scenes. The fact that you're that you're doing stuff like this, where you're talking about health and faith, you know, fitness and faith, which are two things that to better people's lives. You know, yeah. So uh, thank you for all that, and I'm I'm super grateful to your listeners who who spend an hour with us and and listening to our nonsense and our singing along. I hope yeah. they were inspired and encouraged a little bit. I'm looking forward to making a, a making an album with you one day. Absolutely, you know yeah. You, yeah, you, we, we'll do it uh, simply. Have as long as we don't wonderful do, Christmas yes, time. As long as we don't do yeah. that song. Yeah. Or, or, I mean, I guess if people keep listening to this, they'll maybe this will be their last Christmas, you know. Because, <laughs> you know, they've given us their heart, you know. And we've so, come full circle. Full circle. circle so, circle. well, thanks again, Justin. I appreciate it. And if you guys, you know, thanks for listening to Run the Race podcast and, yeah, obviously it's on WTVM.com slash podcast. This is like, I think, episode number 92. So that's good. I'm 92. I think that's close to when we graduated high school. Yeah, I, it was, it was yeah, I was in 95 and you were in 94, I think. Right? Yes, yes, yep, yes. Yep, so, yeah, that's right. So. It was a wonderful year. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> well, Merry Christmas to you, Jason. Merry Christmas to you. And thank you, everybody, for listening today.